When wine is on trial, the gossip is dishy. The judges are drunk. The verdicts are random. So random. This is True Crimes Against Wine. Hello. Hey, welcome to True Crimes Against Wine. Sidebar episode. Whoop, whoop. What are we talking about today? Okay, so today's question comes from Carmen. Hi, Carmen. He wants to know what makes a good garnish on a cocktail? Oh, that's a fun question yeah. that is kind of an involved question because there's Ooh. a lot that goes into it. Complex um, Carmen question. Yeah. I really like talking about cocktail construction and garnishes and mm-hmm. things like that. So this is exciting for me. Also, I am drinking an iced coffee for mm-hmm. the first time in maybe three years because okay. I swore off coffee because of how it affects me. Mm-hmm. So if I sound manic during this, it's because I am. Sure. So when we're thinking about garnishing a cocktail, mm-hmm. I think the first thing that you need to realize is that, you know, let's take this back to our mocktail episode. Yeah. We kind of talked about how to layer and construct your cocktail mm-hmm. as you're thinking about textures, flavors, aromas, all of that. Mm-hmm. And I want to point out that if you are constructing a cocktail and you haven't thought about the garnish as the you're final an touch. Idiot. You're not an idiot, but you're definitely, <laughs> you haven't finished your cocktail. Okay. That's the case. Okay. That so is yeah. a very important Yeah, I part. think that's kind of what Carmen's question is getting at. Like, you have this gorgeous drink. How do you really mm-hmm. top it off for looks and taste, right? Yes. And and that's a really, really important thing that you just brought up. Is that Thank you. It's, a, <laughs> it's got kind of a dual purpose there. Mm-hmm. It's not just about appearance, which is still a major part of it. Mm-hmm. It's also completing the flavor of the drink. Right. And so here's why. You got to think, first of all, Whether you're making one at home for friends or yourself or you're at a bar and you order a cocktail, Mm -hmm. the first sense that you are activating is sight, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And we've all been in those situations where whether it's you ordering a drink that has a really fabulous garnishing to it, like Mm -hmm. a really stunning visual presentation, or someone down the way at the other side of the bar. Yeah. And it's always one of those things of like, what is that? I want to have that. that. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... That's a fun trick that bars and bartenders use to Mm -hmm. really sell these drinks. Mm -hmm. But it's also not a gimmick because it serves such a specific purpose beyond just the visual. Mm -hmm. But the visual is the first thing that you're looking at. And I think that's really fun because it allows you to really activate this artistic sense. And you got to think as you're constructing your cocktail, you're thinking about something in a very scientific process So to be able to finish it out, activating that creative side of your mind, Mm -hmm. I think makes it really fun. So are there some go-to garnishes you would use based on the flavor profile of the cocktail? Yes, for sure. So the second thing that's being activated before you even get into flavor Mm -hmm. is your sense of smell. Sure. So the aroma that you're getting from this garnish is really pulling everything together. You Mm -hmm. want that to match with what's happening in the drink, it's almost like a preview. Okay. Just before it hits mm-hmm. your your mm-hmm. mouth, you know? But you also have to remember that obviously your olfactory senses are so tied to your palate and how you taste things as mm-hmm. well. So that really goes together. So I'm going to give you a list of easy garnishes okay. that you can do at home that allows for a lot of creativity. And I'll talk awesome. a little bit about what flavor profiles match with those garnishes too. All right, let's hear it. So the first one is 
a berry and herb skewer. Mm. And there's different types that you can do, and I've already paired them together for you, so you don't have to do any extra work. For instance, strawberry and basil Mm. are a natural pairing. So that's really fun if you get several slices of strawberry or even whole strawberries, you Mm -hmm. know, if they're nice and ripe, and put that on like a wooden cocktail skewer. And then at the end, you can attach a sprig of fresh basil. Nice, yeah. Really, really nice, light, delightful, Mm -hmm. summery patio kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Also raspberry and mint. Mint. I love that combo. Yes, very much so. Blueberry and thyme Mm. is a really great pairing and kind of wrap it and weave the time around with the that would be really pretty too yeah Yeah. these are also very visually Mm -hmm. stunning and then blackberry and sage is a really nice Mm. one especially if you want something that is going to be a little bit more of like an autumnal or winter sort of flavor and smell to it but it's still a lighter cocktail Mm -hmm. because these work really well with your lighter more refreshing vodka or gin based sometimes even tequila depending on how it's interesting yeah another one is that's really fun is pineapple fronds so if you remember back when we were talking about our constructing cocktails and mocktails, mm-hmm. I was saying that it's really important that you're using fresh juice. Yes. So you want to be juicing these things yourself yes. to have on hand. But then it's like, okay, well, now I've got this pineapple carcass, basically. What, what do I, I do? do? Yeah. yeah. So actually cutting off some of the fresh green fronds, mm-hmm. I like to do like Three that are very similarly sized, but maybe each one's just slightly smaller than the next. Okay, so have a little change. Mm -hmm, A little variation. You can do it however you want to, but I like the kind of staggering look of the effects. Obviously, these are inedible, but it does make a really nice garnish on a more tropical sort of drink. So, you know, you're already using that fresh pineapple juice. This is a way to visually tip off the person who's going to be drinking it. That, hey, we're taking you to a beautiful tropical beach right now. Mm -hmm. You can also, if you want, kind of slice along what I call the armor of Mm -hmm. the pineapple Mm -hmm. and use that as like a little twist in the drink as well. Nice. Another thing that you can do. Oh, by the way, one of the fun things about that is you can go ahead and cut all of those fronds off and wrap them in a wet paper towel and freeze it. Oh, cute. And I like to do that at the end of the summer because inevitably as it gets colder outside, I'm like, damn it, I just want a tropical drink right now. Yeah. It brings a little bit of warmth to your day. Yeah. Good suggestion. Mm -hmm. The other is a fruit fan. Ooh. So you can do this with apple, peach, pear, nectarine, whatever, as long as it has a little bit of firmness to it. Okay. Because obviously it'll get kind of floppy and mushy if you're Mm -hmm. doing something that's really, really ripe. But basically you just... Cut really thin slices of that. I like to do at least five to six. Okay. Fan it out mm-hmm. and then stick a cocktail skewer through it. Okay. And put it on your uh, your cocktail along the top there. Super easy. Yeah. Another thing that you can do is a cucumber ribbon. Oh. I like to use English cucumbers for this because they're longer, so you get mm. more to work with. Mm-hmm. But you basically just slice it super thin lengthways And you can apply it a couple of different ways. It's really fun to take it and kind of accordion fold Mm -hmm. it. Okay. And then skewer that so you have like a really fun serpentine pattern going on. And then you can put that along the top. It's really light and refreshing. Yeah, cucumber I always associate with being light. Yeah. So again, spa cocktail. Exactly. Yeah. It's very, it's great with gin. Cucumber and gin Mm. is a natural pairing, but it also works great with vodka. Mm -hmm. You can also take that really long, thin cucumber ribbon and wrap it along the inside of the glass in a spiral. Oh, cute. Yeah. And that's really visually stunning as well. Yeah. The cool thing about this is that you end up, because you're you're not going to want to use that top layer where the skin is, obviously. Mm -hmm. 
just because it's not as pretty. Right. And you also don't want to go too far into the meat of the cucumber. Get mushy. And yeah, you get all those like seeds and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you really only get like a few ribbons on each side, depending mm -hmm. on how big your cucumber is. So what are you supposed okay. to do? <laughs> Pardon my, uh, my French there. <laughs> so the question becomes like, how do you deal with the rest of the cucumber without having any kind of waste? Just make a salad. You can make a salad or, or I love to have cucumber water on hand. So like having. Because you're bougie. I am bougie. Yeah. And again, it's like, it's like you're treating yourself to a little spa day. Yeah, you know? exactly. So you can just infuse some water or mm -hmm. you can even infuse your own house infused cucumber gin or vodka Ooh, with it in the refrigerator. That sounds like a good future sidebar, how to make your own house infused. It's super easy. Yeah. We can talk about yeah. that at a later date. So that's fun because then you can use that cucumber vodka or gin as the base for your cocktail mm. put some mixtures in and then garnish it with the ribbons that you just cut nice i and like that's that a, that's a really nice poolside or backyard Ooh, barbecue yeah. kind of thing mm -hmm. and then the last one is probably the most versatile out of all of these okay because it's great in really light cocktails mm -hmm. it's great in your more like classic rich bourbon based or scotch based cocktails mm -hmm. and that's just the simple Citrus twist. I love a citrus twist. It's so great. You know, you get to expel those oils. Yes. And it's very fragrant. But it's fun because you also can get really artistic. You know, mm -hmm. you can just take a vegetable peeler and peel off a literal piece of the peel, mm -hmm. rub that on the rim of your drink and throw in and call it a day. Or you can actually peel large sections off, make it into patterns. I've actually been places mm -hmm. before where they've etched out the Ooh, peel so that it becomes like the stylistic lettering and emblem of the bar or the restaurant that you're in Clever. which is super fancy but like basically it's a really fun way to get again artistic and creative mm -hmm. and impress the shit out of your dinner party guests yeah. like if you go ahead and make some of those ahead of time put them in the fridge and carve your face onto some oranges totally treat it like it's like, <laughs> like a jack-o-lantern thing honestly like yes. you can totally do that oh what a cute like halloween thing absolutely yeah. i've seen definitely where they use those same small tools mm -hmm. where they go not all the way through in different parts so that the light right has... so you get that little like three-dimensional yeah it's really aspect. really cool. cool and i actually have a link to a website that i love okay that gives you some tips and instructions on how to do really cool lemon grapefruit orange citrus peels cool, yeah. and so we'll include that link in the comments for our social media <clears throat> as what's well. the website called how to peel.edu okay so we will <laughs> like i said it'll definitely be included in the comments for yes. you so that you can check that out because it does make it really easy and gives you some really cool inspiration as well. Okay. So I would like to say first and foremost, thank you, Carmen, for asking this question because it's really interesting and really fun. Also, we would love to hear from you, not just in terms of other questions, but if you are trying some of these garnishes at home and you're getting really creative with it, take some pictures and yes, please share please. them with us. We I would love see. to see them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love watching what other people do as they're kind of like getting inspired and getting yeah. creative. So. Yeah, definitely. And as always, send us your questions and we'll have it on a sidebar episode. Absolutely. You can contact us at True Crimes Against Wine on TikTok. Thank you. <laughs> I'm learning. Gmail. We're also on Instagram, Instagram and Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Or just surprise us in the street one day. That's fine too. Come <laughs> knock on Rachel's door. Nope. She loves visitors. No, I do not. Okay. <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye. Cheers. <laughs>